everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Yoga Sesh Podcast with Caitlin Rose Kenny. That's me. I'm here in Boulder, Colorado with my friend Jackson. We are going to do a yoga sesh today that's about an hour long. And we're sitting in the Tenkara podcast studio looking out at the flat iron. So hopefully you have a pretty view wherever you're setting up today. Um, Jackson requested a sequence that has to do with lengthening the hamstrings. He's a climber and a hiker and has been gardening a lot, so he needs a little hamstring opening in his life right about now. And this is also a sequence that I created for um, yoga teacher training, 200-hour yoga teacher training this past weekend. Um, We were learning how to sequence for standing balance poses. So there are your hints about what we're going to do, standing balance and hamstring opening. And now we'll see what happens. If you've got a block, a block is a great tool to have for this practice, but you can still do it without the block. So come to standing at the top of your mat. And if you do have a block, set it on the low setting and you're going to step up onto your block. If you don't have a block, no worries. Just stand at the top of your mat and start to shift the weight into your left foot so that you can lift your right foot off the mat and start swinging your leg forwards and backwards. And it's just that simple. You're letting your leg hang and your leg move around in the hip socket. Try going a little bit out to the side like you're doing circular patterns and then move your leg at random. So you're discovering all of the different angles that your leg can move in in your hip socket. And as you do this, you're helping the hip socket prepare for deeper and more complex movement later on. And you're also maintaining your mobility in your hips, which is a good thing. And then set your foot down on the mat, shift the weight into your right foot, hover your left foot off the mat, and start to swing forwards and backwards. You can get a little momentum here. You want to do your best to relax your left leg while you feel your right leg activating. So you'll notice that your foot and the toes and maybe some of the muscles that come up your lower leg are starting to activate in your right leg, your standing leg. So this is a great way to awaken the muscles in your legs for standing balance poses. Make sure you get a couple of random swings so you're finding as many different angles as possible. And one more swing. Release your foot down. Take your feet hip width and bend your knees. Push your feet into the mat so you feel the muscles on your legs toning. Slowly straighten your legs with strong muscles and then bring your hands to heart center, samastitihi, and close your eyes. As you close your eyes, picture roots growing out of your feet. In particular, find roots in the balls of your feet and your outer heels and roots in your pinky toe mounds and your inner heels. Visualize these roots growing down not only through your mat and the floor or whatever's beneath you, but deep into the earth. Slowly open your eyes, release your hands down by your sides, and as you inhale, sweep your arms overhead into Urdhva Hastasana. Exhale to hinge at your hips and come into a forward fold. Put a little bend in your knees since this is the first forward fold. Inhale to halfway lift. Reach out through the crown of your head. Lengthen your spine. 
Exhale, fold, release head and hands down. You're coming back to standing. Push your feet into the earth. Inhale, sweep your arms wide and all the way up. Urdhva Hastasana. Hands to heart center. Exhale. Release your hands down. Catch your inhale. Sweep your arms wide and up. Lift your gaze as your palms touch. Exhale, hinge at your hips. Forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale, release head and hands. Back to standing. Breathe your way up. Inhale, take up lots of space. Hands to heart center. Exhale. One more round. You might close your eyes. Inhale, sweep your arms up. Exhale, hinge at your hips. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. Step back to plank pose. Push your hands firmly into the earth. So now that your hands are on the mat, you're going to have a similar visualization to what you did with the feet. I want you to visualize roots going down out of each of your knuckles. And then grip your fingertips so the tips of your fingers are also like little roots beginning to press downwards. As you push your hands into your mat, feel your rib cage get a little lighter. It's almost like your rib cage wants to float to the surface of the posture. Now press your chest back to downward facing dog. Enjoy a little bit of movement in down dog. And you might discover here what feels a little bit stiff or stuck. And you can also discover areas of your body that feel more open. See if you can soften all sides of your neck and relax your jaw. From here, inhale, come forward to plank pose. And exhale, lower your body all the way to the mat. Press all 10 toenails into the mat and have your hands under your shoulders for three rolling cobras. As you inhale, reach your chest forward and reach your big toes down and back. And this can be a low cobra. Try to get as much length as possible. Exhale, soften your forehead down. Second cobra, press your feet down. Inhale, pull your chest forward and root down through the inner seam of your hands. Grip your fingertips. Exhale, soften down. Number three, inhale, curl up. Draw your shoulders down from your ears. Give your neck a lot of space. Exhale, soften down. Tuck your toes under. Suction cup your low belly by toning the low belly towards the spine. Knee plank or high plank, straighten your arms. Downward facing dog. Take a deep breath in down dog. And an open mouth exhale. One more, in through your nose, out through your mouth, and then ujjayi breathing, in and out through your nose, a gentle contraction in your throat so that your breath has a little bit of texture and a little bit of audibility, like the sound of distant waves on the ocean side. Slowly reach your right leg back behind you into three-leg dog. Exhale, step through and bring right foot next to right thumb for lunge. From here, lift your hips as you inhale and come into a modified pyramid. So you're straightening your front leg somewhat, but you're just easing into your hamstrings right now. 
As you exhale, bend your front knee again, come back to a lunge. You can put blocks under your hands if that gives you space to straighten your leg. Inhale, lift your hips, bow over your leg. Exhale, bend your knee, come into a deep lunge. Two more of those. Inhale, hips high, lift your back heel too. Exhale, bend your knee, pull your heart forward. Inhale, lift your hips, pyramid. Exhale, lunge. Put your palms down flat and pull your right foot back to plank pose. Shift forward and lower slowly all the way to your mat. For cobra pose, squeeze your shoulder blades together. Inhale, open the front of your chest. Long exhale carries you back to down dog, so you can go through knee plank or high plank, and you can always choose your transition throughout the practice. Inhale, slowly sweep your left leg behind you. Exhale, step through, left foot next to left thumb. Come to your fingertips or put blocks under your hands. Inhale, lift your hips and bow your chest over your front leg. Exhale, bend your front knee. Try to keep your back leg engaged. Inhale, lift your hips, bow over. Lift your back heel to help square your hips. Exhale, deep lunge, bend front knee. Inhale, towards your pyramid, ease into your hamstring. Exhale, lunge. Last one, inhale. Exhale. Hands down. Inhale, plank pose. Slow and steady, lower all the way to your mat. Cobra pose. Inhale, feel your hips nice and heavy, your chest light. Exhale, come to downward facing dog. We'll add on. Inhale, sweep your right leg back behind you. Exhale, step through, right foot next to right thumb. One pyramid pulse, inhale, lift your hips. Exhale, back to lunge, bend your front knee. Keep your left hand down, inhale your right arm open for a twist in your lunge. Exhale, sweep your arm underneath your thigh, so your arm curls underneath like a monkey tail and you coil up a little bit. Inhale, reach your arm open, twist. Exhale, sweep right arm under. Twice more, let it be fluid. Inhale, right hand reaches towards the sky. Exhale, right hand brushes underneath. Inhale, reach, wrap the left side of your rib cage to your inner thigh. Exhale, sweep and under. Put your hands down to frame your front foot. Inhale, plank pose. Shift forward and lower all the way down. You choose cobra or up dog from the earth. Strong feet. Inhale, curl up. Exhale, downward facing dog. Keep rooting your index knuckles. Grip your fingertips. Inhale, sweep your left leg up behind you. Exhale, step through. One pyramid pulse, inhale, straighten-ish your front leg, bow over it. 
Exhale, bend your knee. For twist, left arm leads. Inhale, open up. Exhale, sweep your arm under your thigh. Inhale, open, spread across your collarbones. Exhale, sweep. Inhale, open, push down into your right hand. Exhale, sweep hand under. Last time, more width. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, sweep. Hands down. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower slowly. Cobra or up dog, pull your chest forward and up. Inhale. Downward facing dog. Exhale. Inhale, sweep your right leg slowly behind you. Exhale, step through. One pyramid pulse. Inhale, hips up. Exhale, deep lunge. Just one twist. Inhale, right arm opens. Exhale, sweep your hand under. Inhale, bring both hands to the mat and walk your hands forward out in front of you. Shift the weight into your right foot and float your left leg up, a grounded warrior three. Jiva squat, pull your left knee behind your right so you bend both of your knees and curl into a little seed. And as you inhale, kick both legs straight, pull your heart forward, grounded warrior three. Exhale, Jiva squat, get earthy. And inhale, reach out and expand your legs. One more time, exhale, left knee behind right. Inhale, kick your legs and pull your gaze forward on the floor so that your chest goes forward. Now land in a long lunge, bend your standing leg, reach back with your left foot, hands down, inhale to plank pose. Exhale, slowly lower, keep hugging elbows in as you transition. Inhale, cobra or up dog. Exhale, downward facing dog, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, left leg slowly lifts. Exhale, step through. One pyramid pose. Inhale, lift your hips, push left foot down. Exhale, deep lunge. One twist. Inhale, left arm opens like a book cover. Exhale, sweep your arm underneath. Hands down, gaze forward, crawl your hands forward, and shift the weight into your left foot. Grounded warrior three, float your back leg up. Jiva squat, pull right knee behind left. So you're turning into a seed here, and then you try to expand three-dimensionally. Inhale, heart forward, legs straighter. Exhale, pull everything in. Inhale, feel everything expand. One more time, exhale. Inhale, pull sternum forward. Bend your standing leg and softly land back in a long lunge. Hands down, plank pose. Shift forward, lower. Inhale, your back bend. Exhale, downward facing dog. Either three breaths in down dog or child's pose. 
and notice what parts of your body are now more awake, more alive than they were before you got on your mat. Also check in with the quality of your mind. Has it shifted at all since you started practicing? And maybe you can see it shifting right in front of you. And if you're in downward facing dog, bring your big toes to touch, child's poses, meet us in down dog. Lift your heels up, bend your knees and look forward. Either step or hop your feet to a forward fold at the top of your mat. Inhale to halfway lift, lengthen your spine. Exhale, fold, bring your big toes to touch if they aren't for chair pose. Shift the weight into your heels, bend your knees deeply, and inhale, sweep your arms up, biceps by ears. Now the trick with chair pose is that you're trying to sit in your lower body, but you're trying to stand in your upper body. So as you sit your hips low, is it possible for you to pull your ribs, your shoulders, and your head back a little bit, trying to stand? Now take the weight forward into the balls of your feet until you can lift your heels off of the mat. Keep squeezing your knees. Nice and slow, you're going to lower down to a squat. Try to keep your heels lifted really high so your feet stretch and strengthen at the same time. And then roll all the way down onto your back. We'll do a little bit of core activation here. Interlace your hands behind your head and extend your feet up towards the sky. Try to spread your toes so the balls of your feet are reaching out. Remember the roots. Even though you're not touching the earth, your feet are still trying to grow. From here, inhale, curl your shoulders off of the mat so you're in a crunch position. And as you exhale, turn your right elbow to your left knee and extend your right leg down towards your mat, scissor legs. Inhale, come to center, both legs up. Exhale, twist to the other direction, left leg slowly lowers. Inhale up, shoulder blades lift. Exhale, twist. Find a rhythm with your breath, inhale, center. Exhale, twist. Now I'll let you find your own breath rhythm. The one thing I ask is that you go slow so that this is more of a yogic abdominal exercise than say a gym exercise where you're doing as many as you can as fast as you can. Right now it's more about your quality and I'll tell you this from my own experience, the slower I go, the harder it is. Try pushing your mid spine down into the mat so that you can keep curling your shoulders up. And then if you want more of a challenge, you let your extended leg go pretty low, like an inch off of the mat so that your low belly is having to work more. If this is putting any strain on your low back, then try just keeping your feet straight up in the air as you do two more on each side. Emphasize the twist, see how much you can turn. Make sure you're even on both sides before you bend your knees and pull your knees into your chest. You can rock a little side to side here. Now take a full body stretch. Stretch your legs down on your mat. Reach your arms over your head. And then like you're waking up in the morning, you try to stretch out your right side. Reach through your right hand and your right foot 
and then do the other side. Reach out through left hand and left foot. Squeeze your butt a little so your hip flexors can open. And hug your knees back into your chest. Start to rock and roll forwards and backwards along the length of your spine. The rounder you are, the more this feels like a massage. And on your next roll, you're going to come into a forward fold at the top of your mat. So you can kind of hop up by catching your momentum, or you can step up. In your forward fold, have your feet hip width. You can measure by making two fists and putting the fists between your feet. Padangushtasana, you'll take your peace fingers together to hook your big toes. So the fingers slide on the inside of your big toes and you hold on. Take a halfway lift here, pull your heart forward between your upper arm bones, and then exhale, drop your head, bend your elbows to the sides, and use some of your upper body strength to enhance your forward fold. Meditate on the roots of your feet. So you've got four strong roots in each foot the balls of your feet and your outer heels, the pinky toe mounds and your inner heels. And as those roots go downwards, you'll feel a reaction in your hips and your hips will start to reach upwards, increasing your forward fold sensation. Release your toe lock. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, step back to plank pose. Hold your plank for an inhale. Keep your leg muscles toning and lower slowly all the way to your mat. For this cobra, take your hands wider than your mat and be up on your fingertips so your palms are cupped upwards. Inhale to cobra pose here. And I love this one because you're really in control of your height. You can go low, medium, or high, and you can also bob up and down a little bit. So you're lengthening your abdominal muscles after the abdominal work that we did on our backs. As you exhale, soften down, and then all you need to do is slide your hands in towards your ribs and put your palms flat, tuck your toes, and make your way to downward facing dog. From down dog, inhale, slowly sweep your right leg back behind you. Exhale, step through and put your foot in the center between your thumbs. Turn your back heel down for a warrior two base. You want to have front heel to back arch alignment. Feel both of your feet and then unwind your arms and your chest into Virabhadrasana B. Settle deep into your front knee, so your front knee bends until it's stacked over your ankle. Now, although the shape is asymmetrical, you have one bent knee and one straight leg, you feel equal weight in both of your feet. Try to expand from your midline. So this is a very open, expansive shape, which is what we call viana in Sanskrit. So you're really opening from the chest outwards, from the hips outwards. And this move is what I call triangle T's. It's a cheeky name um, I've made up for this transition towards triangle, but you don't get into it right away. From warrior two, inhale, reverse warrior. Keep your front knee bent here. Exhale, go towards triangle. Straighten your right leg. Extend your right hand beyond the top of your mat. Lengthen your right side. Back to reverse warrior. Inhale, bend your front knee. 
Exhale, you're only going halfway to triangle. Straighten your right leg, reach out through your right arm and pull your right hip crease back. Inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, halfway to triangle, pause here. Can you lengthen your right side out more as if somebody was pulling on your right hand? Pull your right hip crease back. And now that you have maximum length on your side bodies, go into full Utita Trikonasana. Right hand down, left hand reaches up towards the sky. Keep pushing down through your feet. And then as you push your feet down into the earth, you should feel the energy of the earth rising up through the bones of your legs. Hug the muscles of your legs up into your core. And from this steady base, you try to roll your chest open towards the sky. Wrap the left side of your rib cage back, the right side of your rib cage forward, and extend through the crown of your head. Look down and bring your left hand to your hip for this transition. Bend your right knee, walk your right hand forward, and you might want to have a block under your hand if you have access to one. Going into half moon pose, float your left leg up. It's like you're karate chopping towards the sky with the outside of your left foot. Push out through both of your heels. And this is triangle pose tipped on its side. So all of the actions are the same. There's lots of expansiveness. You can extend your left arm when you feel your balance has gotten steady. And there's a sensation of opening your hips, left hip back, opening your chest, left ribs back. Keep pushing down into your standing foot. And then we're slowly going back to warrior two. Bend your standing leg, reach way back, and land in warrior two. Nidavina coming out of the pose was a little bit rocky. You drop in like it was nothing. Inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, cartwheel your hands down so that you can come to a lunge facing the top of your mat. Put your back knee down. Ardha Hanumanasana, half split pose. Shift your hips back slightly and scoot your right heel forward a couple inches so that you can flex your right toes back towards your shin. Come to your fingertips or put blocks under your hands. I'm a big fan of the blocks. Pull your heart forward, lengthen through your low back. And as you exhale, you soften towards your extended leg, but that might be very subtle. It could be just like half an inch that you bow over your front leg. And your body's very smart. It will cut corners so that you don't feel quite as much sensation. One of those corners it cuts is the flexing of the toes. So usually we can pull our toes back a good half an inch to an inch more than we start off with. Let yourself come in and out of this shape with the breath. So your inhale gives you a little space, a reprieve from the stretching sensation. And your exhale is where you're willing to go back into the intensity. Pull your gaze forward and step down into your right foot, returning to a lunge. Lift up your back knee and come into plank pose, right foot back. Lower all the way to your mat. We're going to mix it up here. Interlace your hands behind your back for Shalabhasana, the locust pose. If you have any low back stuff going on today, keep your feet grounded and your feet hip width. If you're feeling good, you can lift your legs. 
As you inhale, lift your chest, reach your knuckles behind you, and lift your arms off of your back. Take one more breath here. Keep the back of your neck long so your gaze goes down your nose, which should feel like a calming approach to a bigger back bend. Exhale, soften down. Place your hands underneath your shoulders, tuck your toes, and get to downward facing dog. Inhale, slowly raise your left leg behind you. Exhale, step through, put your foot in the center between your thumbs. Turn your back heel down, back toes are pointing towards the long side of your mat. Inhale, rise up, Virabhadrasana B. Drop into your plumb line so your shoulders are stacked neatly over your hips. Keep drawing your low belly up and feel your chest rising. So there's a paradoxical feeling between your lower body and your upper body. Your lower body is very grounded and your upper body is very light. And it's that paradox that yoga is known for, the union of opposites. Triangle T's, inhale, reverse warrior, stretch your left side. Keep the length on your left side and go halfway to triangle. Straighten your left leg Extend your left hand beyond the top of your mat. Inhale to reverse warrior. Exhale, partway to triangle. It's like you're lengthening both of your side bodies long away from your hips. Inhale, reverse. Exhale, partway to triangle. Pull your left hip crease back so you're lengthening your left hamstring. And place your hands, left hand down on your shin or a block, right hand reaches straight up towards the sky. When your legs are straight, oftentimes your muscles will start to soften and take a break. So it takes a lot of dedication and focus to keep the muscles of your legs toned. Try pushing the balls of your feet down more. Hug the muscles of your thighs onto the bone and up towards your core. And feel this shape. So this is the exact shape of Ardha Chandrasana half moon. All we're going to do is tilt it at a slightly different angle, and balance will be more of a challenge for Ardha Chandrasana. Bring your right hand to your hip and look down. Bend your front knee. You can wiggle your back foot in a little bit. Walk your left hand forward. You can put a block under your left hand or even use a water bottle. And then lift your right leg slowly up. Try to press the pinky toe side of your right foot towards the sky. Once your legs are in place, you start to expand out just like you did in triangle. Maybe you reach your right hand up. Try to tuck your left sitting bone underneath you. Peel the right hip open. And your sensation is all about expansiveness. Can you expand through the crown of your head and your tailbone, your legs and your arms? Going back towards warrior two, bend your front knee. Reach back and land, chest up. Inhale to reverse warrior. Cartwheel your hands down and come into a low lunge, back knee down. Ardha Hanumanasana, shift your hips back for half splits. 
scooch your left heel forward, and the trick is keeping your hips square. So the left heel moves forward a little bit, but not a whole lot. And flex your toes back towards your shin. Put your hands on blocks or come to your fingertips. Give yourself lots of space. Pull your heart forward. And as you exhale, you can soften your elbows to bow over your front leg. Now in this pose, it's completely okay to have your front knee a little bit bent. And in fact, I do this. I have more of a hypermobile body, but bending the knee helps me find the true hamstring stretch. So if I can bend the knee, I can pull the sitting bone back. It feels like you're sticking your butt out. And then from there, you soften down. And this little trick of bending the front knee and lifting the sitting bones is good for both hypermobile people as well as people who are a little bit tighter. Take a couple of breaths, just you and your process here. As you inhale, pull your gaze and your heart forward. Step down into your foot. Lift your back knee. Inhale to plank pose. Lower all the way to the mat. Shalabhasana, interlace your hands the awkward way, so your other index finger on top. Your hips stay very grounded. Inhale, float your chest and your arms. Reach your knuckles back. For this variation, have your fingers interlaced down to the webbing, but try to separate your wrists so the back of your wrists get a little bit of relief. Keep squeezing your shoulder blades. Reach your knuckles back. One more breath. Exhale, soften and release. Place your hands under your shoulders and come into downward facing dog. Bring your big toes to touch in down dog. Inhale as you lift your heels. Exhale, bend your knees, look forward, step or hop to the top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. All the way to standing, push your feet down to rise. Inhale, Urdhva Hastasana, hands touch overhead. And hands to heart center, exhale. Shift the weight into your left foot and kickstand your right heel. Then hug your right knee up into your chest so you're in a standing wind removing pose, hands interlaced around your right shin. Take a moment here to push down through your standing leg and notice how that lifts your chest up. For Utita Padangustasana, you either take your peace fingers around your big toe or you interlace your hands underneath your hamstring of your right leg. Now start to kick your right leg towards straight and know that it doesn't have to get perfectly straight. What's important is the action inside of your leg, which is straightening to a healthy edge for your body. Keep lifting your chest up. Notice the tendency to lean back as a counterweight to your leg. And instead, you push down into the earth and feel the crown of your head going straight up towards the sky. From here, we're going to take the leg open to the side. So if your hand is underneath your hamstring, then you can put it around your knee and guide your knee open to the right. If you have your peace fingers around your big toe and your leg straighter, then you just open your straighter leg to the side. Keep pushing down into your standing foot. Check in that your standing leg is straight and strong. And you're going back to the front. Bring your leg in front of you. 
Lift your thigh a little higher and slowly release your foot down. Take a moment to feel what happens when you release the pose, what your natural reaction is, if it's to shake out a leg or come into a forward fold or roll out your neck. And it's good to notice those reactions just so we can kind of slow down time, build up our self-awareness. Now we'll go to the other side, shift the weight into your right foot, kickstand your left heel. So you have a process here of feeling each step. Hug your left knee into your chest. First, start with your hands around your shin bone and take a moment here to push down through your standing leg into the earth. Now you choose peace fingers to big toe or hands interlaced underneath your hamstring. Regardless of what grip you have, you start to kick your leg forward, moving it towards straight. Feel inside of your body a straightening of the leg without the need to get it completely straight today. Slowly open your leg to the side. So if you need to switch your grip by hugging the front of your knee again, go ahead. Open your knee to the side. Keep your feet active. So the lifted foot is in a yoga foot, toes spreading. Push out through the balls of your feet. Push out through the heels of your feet. And transition back to the front. Hug your left leg in. Try to lift your thigh. And release your foot down to the mat. Take your feet wide and put your hands on your hips. We'll unwind a little bit with ummies or big wide hip circles. Start to bring your hips around in a clockwise direction. So you go forward, side, back, side. Unwind tension in your pelvis as well as your head and shoulders and start to go the other direction. And there's no right or wrong with this sort of thing. You're just trying to release tension in your body and keep your joint mobility. Keep your nervous system calm. And slow everything down. Come to standing. Bring your big toes to touch. Arms by your sides. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, Urdhva Hastasana. Exhale, hinge at your hips, Uttanasana, all the way down. Here's a variation. Now you can keep your big toes together. However, if your hamstrings are a little bit tighter, try taking your feet hip width. A little change can make a small difference. Now you're going to go to a halfway lift, but with your hands underneath your shoulders in front of you. If you have a block, you can put your block underneath your hands, or if you don't have a block, you can bend your knees a little bit so your hands are absolutely on the floor. Bring your thumbs and your index fingers together under your shoulders so you're making a diamond shape out of your hands. And we'll do a slow twist here. Start to peel your left arm open so that you're twisting in your forward fold. Remember lunge twist? It's kind of like that where you open the left arm. You'll notice that the hips want to do the twist with you, so you have to really hug the legs tight to prevent your hips from turning. Try to rotate from the vertebra that's parallel to your belly button and then up towards the crown of your head. Release your left hand down. Inhale, right arm sweeps wide and open for your twist. To prevent your hips from turning, try lifting your left hip up as you open the right side of your chest. 
Sometimes we lean into the right hip, so feel that your hips are sturdy right over your ankles, no toppling to one side. Release your right hand down, and then a normal halfway lift for your body. Inhale, heart forward. Exhale, step back to plank, and an optional vinyasa. So you choose. If you need more grounding, I suggest that you just hold down dog for a couple of breaths. If you want more heart opening today, then take a vinyasa. Get a cobra or an up dog in. Come into down dog if you're not already there. Inhale, sweep your right leg back behind you, three leg dog. Exhale, step through, right foot next to right thumb. You're setting up for a warrior one base. Now you can either do heel to heel alignment or you can try slightly wider than that so that your hips have a little bit of space and you can balance a little bit better. Push your back heel down and lift your chest. Come into Virabhadrasana A. We're going to do a fun variation with the arms that helps you square your chest forward. So go ahead and reach both arms forward so your hands are reaching straight in front of you from the shoulder joint. Then bring your palms to touch. And it's like you're pulling an arrow back in a bow, and your right hand is going to be the bow. So you start to drag your right hand across your left towards the shoulder, pull your right elbow back, see if you can still soften your shoulders down from your ears, and feel how your chest has squared more towards the top of your mat. This is preparing us for a twist. Push into your back heel and then reach your left arm forward like you're trying to grab something out in front of you and place your left elbow outside of your right knee. Bring your palms together into a twisted warrior one. And this pose is incredibly challenging for most bodies. Sometimes the back heel lifts up and that's just an indicator that your Achilles tendon is a little bit shorter and that doesn't need to change. You don't need to stress about it. Just know that you're trying to push your heel down towards the earth. And if you do need to modify, then you just turn your back heel up and you purposefully take more of a crescent lunge in your legs than a warrior one. And that's a modification that I highly recommend for runners um, or cyclists. Anybody who has patterned their body in that forward neutral position, you probably want to honor all the patterning you've worked on so you can lift your back heel. Now look down and bring your hands to the mat. Turn your back heel up if it isn't. We'll take a little transition here. Gaze forward, hands forward. Grounded warrior three. You did this at the beginning of class. Float your left leg up. Take one jiva squat. Pull your left knee behind your right. Get chambered in. And then inhale, expand out again into warrior three with hands down. You're going back to a pyramid or parjvottanasana setup. So you step your back foot down and it's the same pattern as warrior one, but slightly shorter. With your left toes pointing towards the front left corner of your mat, bend your front knee and come all the way up to standing. From here, reach your arms forward just like you did in Warrior One. Keep your front leg very straight and try to square your hips. Right hip back, left hip forward. Now you're going into the same bow and arrow setup. Bring your palms together. Drag your right hand back. Pull your elbow back like you're loading the bow. 
Keep your arms like this and hinge at your hips. Extend your left arm forward, forward, forward until you bring your left hand all the way down to the floor inside of your right ankle. We're going to get into a twisted triangle and you might want to have a block under your left hand. If you don't have a block, you can always be creative with other things that are around you. Once your left hand is down, check in that your legs are straight and strong and your hips are square. And then open your right arm up towards the sky, creating twisted triangle or Parvata Uttita Trikonasana. Keep hugging your right hip back. Remember how the hips want to twist, but they really shouldn't. So you hug right hip back, keep the hips balanced. One more breath to open through your chest. I know this one is hard to breathe in. See if you can do your best to fill your entire body with the breath. Release your right hand down to the mat. Soften your front knee and turn your back heel up. Same transition you've already done. Hands forward, grounded warrior three. Float your left leg up. One jiva squat. Extend both of your legs, bend your front knee, and softly land back in a long lunge. Set your back knee down and come into Ardha Hanumanasana again, half split pose. We'll do a variation for this one. So once you get your right leg forward and toes flexed, start to externally rotate your right leg. So from the top of your femur, you roll your right leg out, and that makes the pinky toe turn down towards the mat. Keep pulling your heart forward, and you might feel the stretch going up into your IT band and towards your outer hip. If you want more sensation, you can walk your hands over to the right. They might come outside of your mat. And it's okay to move a little bit here, like rolling your leg a little, continuing to lift your chest up so you get some space and can elongate your spine. slowly transition so that you're facing the front of your mat and your toes are pointing up and then step down into the sole of your right foot hands down back knee up preparing for plank pose inhale pull your right foot back to plank exhale lower all the way down inhale cobra or up dog exhale come home to Adho Mukha Svanasana. Deep breath in and out. Inhale, sweep your left leg up behind you. Exhale, step through left foot next to left thumb. Warrior one base, hips try to square towards the front of your mat. Sweep your arms forward and up as you arrive in Virabhadrasana A. Keep bending into your front knee, so one day your knee stacks directly over your ankle. Reach your hands straight forward, preparing to load your arrow, bring your palms to touch, drag your left hand back along your right arm, along your chest, along your shoulder, and keep lifting your left elbow as you pull back. So just like you would have tension in an actual bow and arrow, you can feel some tension in your body here, like some resistance in your shoulder girdle. 
So work with that. It's okay to have that tension. Can you keep lifting your left elbow up and drawing it back? Now reach forward with your right hand and you hinge out of your hips to lengthen your torso forward. Come into the twist, right elbow outside of left knee. As I mentioned on the other side, you can choose between keeping your feet in the warrior one pattern, or if you know it's better for your body, you can turn your back heel up, which will definitely help you square your hips and you'll be more in a revolved crescent than a revolved warrior one. Keep pressing your hands together and push your elbow down into your knee. This is really important. Also widen your knee into your elbow. Ring it out. Pull the left side of your ribs back as you turn into your inner thigh. And look down. Bring your hands down. Back heel spins up, walk your hands forward, grounded warrior three, float your right leg up. Jiva squat, right knee behind left. Inhale, re-express, extend your legs. Bend your standing leg and you're stepping back slightly shorter than warrior one for pyramid pose with your back heel down. Try to get your hips square, put a little bend in your front knee and come all the way up to standing. When you're standing, you can straighten through both of your legs and you can square your hips a little bit more easily. Reach your arms straight out in front of your shoulders just like you did in Warrior One. Bring your palms to touch. Drag your left hand back. Fingertips run across your inner arm, across your chest until you feel the tension of an imaginary bow and arrow. Push your back heel down and reach your right hand forward. Start to hinge out of your hips, long spine as you reach forward. You reach forward as much as you can and then you bring your right hand down to the inside of your ankle. Right hand to block or floor. Revolve triangle, reach your left hand up. Try to stack your left shoulder on top of your right and then have your hands in one line. And if your hips were going into the twist, do your best to level your hips out. Hug your inner thighs for stability. One more breath, extend through the crown of your head. And release your left hand down to the mat. Both hands on the mat, turn your back heel up, look forward, hands forward, grounded warrior three. Jiva squat, right knee behind left. Inhale, extend. Bend your standing leg, reach back and land in a long lunge. Bring your hands down to the mat, back knee down, half split pose. And the variation that gets into your IT band, externally rotate your left leg. Keep the toes flexed as your pinky toe drops towards the left side of your mat. If you have plenty of sensation here, stay with this. Or walk your hands over to the left side of your mat. It's common to kick and lean into your right hip here. So watch out for that and try to hug your outer right hip in. If your hands are over to the left, walk them back to the front. 
Lift your head and step down into your left foot. Back knee up. Plank pose. Inhale, left foot back. Shift forward and lower all the way down. Cobra or up dog. Inhale. Downward facing dog. Exhale. Take a deep breath in down dog and traction your own spine by lifting your hips off of your ribs. Push your hands down so firmly that it feels like you could push your mat forward and out from underneath you. Take one more deep breath in and then find an open mouth exhale. Child's pose, drop down to your knees. Rest your forehead on the mat. Let your hips shift a little side to side. And then nice and slow, transition to laying down on your back. We're gonna do a twist on the back that brings together a lot of the elements you've been working on, which is hamstring length, twisting, and then also opening through the IT band, the outer line of your leg and hip. So the name I've got for this is called Tibetan Firing Squad Pose, and I don't know where that name came from. I got it from, well, the first time I learned it was from a teacher named Livia Shapiro, who's based here in Boulder. Um, an excellent teacher if you ever get a chance to practice with her. So I'll do my best to describe it. And if you're not sure still what it is, you can go to my website. I'll have a photo of it up for you. To get into it, hug your right knee into your chest and extend your left leg down on the mat, starting with Pavana Muktasana, the wind-removing pose. Hug your thigh deep into your abdomen. Carry this into a supine twist. Guide your right knee up and over to the left, and you're going to lift and bump your hips to the right. You'll end up on the side of your left hip, right hip stacked on top of that hip. Now from here, we get into the crazy Tibetan firing squad pose. So you reach down with your left hand to grab the outside of your right foot, and that leg is going to kick and straighten, but before you get there, bend your left leg and reach down with your right hand to grab that foot so it feels a little bit like a thigh stretch. And once you get a hold of both feet, they both kick and you'll feel how that creates a twist. So your right leg kicks towards straight and your left leg kicks in such a way that you feel your thigh muscle stretching. And it's totally okay to have your right knee a little bit bent. I think the most important thing is just that you have this connection between your hand and your foot. So they're really pressing into each other. See if you can roll your right shoulder open a touch, creating more twist. To get out of this pose, you let your right knee bend back towards your chest and naturally unwind by letting go of your feet and rolling onto your back. Get your hips back to center. Pull your left knee into your chest and extend your right leg down to the mat. 
You can always swing your left thigh out to the side a little bit, and then sometimes you can get more compression on your abdomen if you approach from the side rather than straight on from the front. Supine twist, left knee up and over to the right. Now it is super important that you lift and move your pelvis to the left a few inches. That helps you lay on the side of your hip. And then once you're on the side of your hip, the twist happens more in the upper spine. But first we've got to get a hold of the legs. So reach down with your right hand and get the outside of your left foot. You can keep your knee bent for now. Bend your right leg and grab that foot with your left hand. So your right leg will be in thigh opener and your left leg will be in more of a hamstring stretch. Start to kick both legs into your hands. Roll the left shoulder open. And you can feel how the action in your legs creates more twisting. And this is a principle that we can apply to all twists. It's just very obvious in this one. But even in, say, lunge twist, if you activate muscularly in the legs, like you're pushing out through your feet and you're hugging in through your inner thighs, that frees up the spine to move. Start to unwind yourself. Let your left knee bend in towards your chest. Roll onto your back. Hug both knees in, apanasana, and you can rock around a little bit. Take happy baby pose. And before we hit shavasana, let's do one bridge pose, allowing your hip flexors to soften and open and your chest to spread. Set your feet down on the mat. Make sure that your middle fingers are brushing your heels and that your feet are hip width. Push down through your feet, start to elevate your pelvis, reach your knees forward. Now walk your hands underneath you and interlace them. Walk your right shoulder under, your left shoulder under, and feel how as your shoulder blades come to hug the back of your heart, that the front of your chest spreads open and rises towards your chin. As your chest rises towards your chin, keep your head very neutral as if it's indifferent. You can have your eyes closed here, but if your eyes were open, the gaze would be going straight up rather than down your body. Push your heels down, push your arms down, take one more breath. Exhale, slowly lower down. Take your feet wide and let your knees fall together. Left hand to heart, right hand to low belly, constructive rest. And with your palms on your body, recharge yourself. You can stay here for your Shavasana, or you can lengthen your legs out on the mat and take your arms by your sides, the traditional pentacle shape with palms face up. And feel the earth at your back. Notice all of the parts of your body that are touching the ground beneath you. 
And it's this deep connection with the earth that harnesses us, that keeps us grounded, even in times when it feels like everything is moving too fast. And by maintaining and fostering this relationship with the earth, we naturally grow more. You can rest longer or you can deepen your breathing. Take fuller inhales and open mouth exhales. Awaken your physical form through small movements Roll your head side to side. Reach your arms over your head and stretch like you're waking. Bend your knees into your chest and roll onto one side to rest. 
Let your body be heavy and held here. And notice the more you let go, the more the earth rises up to meet you. You can rest longer or you can ease your way up to a seated position. Keep your eyes closed so that you're staying in your practice for just a few moments longer. No visual distraction. In your seat, bring your palms together in front of your heart. Push down through your sitting bones to extend up through your crown. And to close this practice, name something that you're grateful for. You can say it quietly inside of yourself. And bow your head down. You can even walk your hands forward and bring your head close to the earth to seal your practice. The light in me honors the light in you. Thank you for doing a yoga sesh today. Namaste. Namaste.